On this episode of Beer, Blues, and BS, Kinner and I are joined by a couple of guests who, wait to find out, but trust me, it's going to be good. We're going to have a nice, long conversation about video games. So yeah, if you're into video games and what we've been playing and what we've been up to, this is going to be a great episode for you as we dive into what we've been playing currently and even talk about some of the games we've played in the past. It's going to be a great show. You're in a good place. Welcome to the show. It's Howard Blues and V. Mark Kidder. Pour a cold beverage, pour pussies, enjoy time with friends. The Triple B! Well, the Triple B sucks, okay? Oh, come on. Whatever, man. This is Beer, Beer Blues, and BS. Online at BeerBluesBS.com. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Beer, Blues, and BS, the podcast spicy enough to cause you to sweat your sins out. I'm your host, Howard Blues, here, as always, with my co-host, the man, the myth, the legend, the Mark Kidder. Kidder, how you doing tonight? The first question I have is, what kind of food were you eating to come up with that line? Uh, it was actually a video on uh, making Bloody Marys. Wow. Yeah. So you're ripping off people's work. Uh, you know. <laughs> Uh, it was, it was more of like, that's a really good line and a really great way to open a podcast. <clears throat> so I've, I've tweaked it. I tweaked it to fit our situation. Ah, you know, definitely ripping off and improving. Yeah. You know, it, it's as we teachers say, you know, when it comes to lesson plans, you should beg, borrow and liberate. Don't so. know if it's going to go anywhere with the liberation though, because nobody sees our work. Well, you know, that's all the more reason why I can. You know, if anything, huh. maybe, think, maybe we'll generate a little, you know, internet controversy of our own, you know, triple B rips off. I'm not going to say who, because, you know, the people would know where I got that from. Uh -huh. um, so, yeah. Hmm. yeah. Hey, those of you who do watch the show, see if you can find my source for that line. And try, besides, it's not the first time I've uh, pulled lines. I mean, we've done lines from songs. We've done other things of inspiration. So this is nothing new. Mm -hmm. Nothing mm -hmm. new. You do have a point there. I mean, we're just another podcast on the Internet. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Man, it's good to be bland. How are you doing? Uh, you know, it's uh, it's been a week I, I know i said it you know for you know those who play the drinking game have to self-invent drinking game um or three because we haven't had anything to drink yet and we're behind so that means that whoever is watching this listening must have three drinks because you said the thing and they need to have a drink for us and with that kidder we should get to everybody's favorite segment that they've all been waiting for for us to get to mm -hmm. and that is Plugs. yeah exactly let's let's hit them strong and hard and yeah show beer blues beer blues bs.com that's our website first of all beer blues bs.com make sure you like us here subscribe to us for free and please share if you care because we know sharing is caring and well share for us because we care about you it's that simple other than that, you can visit us at our other uh, donation station on streamlabs.com slash BS. You can subscribe maybe $1 a month, maybe $2 a month. That would be all right. Or just 
drop us a little chunk of change, maybe five bucks, five dollar, maybe tree fitty. I need about tree fitty. Could be something to help us because let's be honest, we need help, a lot of help, and uh, money will help because it'll pay the bills every month. So uh, help us help you. That'd be awesome. Streamlabs.com slash beer blues BS. You can also visit the merch stores on both of those sites, the Streamlabs site and the beerbluesbs.com site, uh, which reminds me, we have to figure out how to get another link on our website for the Streamlabs thing so then we can Streamlabs and merch store and do all the donation and all that and make it convenient for people. I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll talk to the webmaster. Just, just add it, add it on to the list. you'll you'll get there probably the next you know six to eight months i love it love it i feel that i feel that the feeling is growing with inside me yes uh let's see so our merch it's available two stores twice the fun twice the excitement and all of the sweet threads you know like this triple b Metal sign right there, perhaps. Triple B pint glass. This one with having the hops doing the thing. There's others as well. Beerbluesbs.com. And of course, like I said, streamlabs.com slash beerbluesbs. And you can also hit slash merch after that if you want to go directly to the merch store, as it were. Uh, aside from that, we're all on all of the audio platforms. We're on YouTube. So please, if you have an audio podcast or music service, search for Beer Blues NBS. And while you're out there, of course, please give us a thumbs up on YouTube. Again, smash that sub button, hit the subs. Got to help us get uh, in front of the peoples and do the things. So we'd appreciate that again all over the place. Just search for beer blues and BS. And I'm maybe missing a couple of the cheap plugs, but I'm getting thirsty as well. And it seems as though somebody has billied up to the bar and helped themselves to a beverage already. I was going to say, everybody probably thought we were doing the cheap plugs early as like some sort of joke, but really it was a stall tactic, you know, for some actual talent to get on this show. And with that, uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show, Rude Boy Kyle. How's it going? Cheers, my mans. How are you guys? I was also hoping that people wouldn't uh, skip that and like go to the end, but skip that and then they'd actually like us or subscribe to us. <laughs> Give it a thumbs up. Two thumbs up if you have. Give it give it three thumbs up, please. That's right. Well, each account counts. Oh, yeah. I'm doing all right. Uh, yeah, just uh, taking it easy on the, the rare weekend. I don't have overtime at work, so uh, glad to join you guys. How are you? Yeah, well, you know. You'll have to go back earlier in the video to watch that. Oh, okay. We, we're, we're at this point, we're beating the horse rewind uh, so uh now now that we got everybody that brings us to everybody's favorite segment and this time it's not a trap that's right it's what's on tap rude boy kyle you're already drinking what's on tap for you this evening well i have a uh, bullet bourbon and it is 
ensconced in a maple. <laughs> Hold on. Ensconced. <laughs> can we? I need to. I need Howard the Ref to come in. To, can we use that word on this show? Is is that <laughs> is that too classy of a word for this show on this date at this time and this airing? Whenever uh, you who uh, hopefully clicked on this video on purpose <laughs> to watch this. <laughs> <laughs> is this well I, i'm trying to stall for if, you man if you guys would like i can I, certainly uh take it down a notch <laughs> uh because uh it is a maple flavored old-fashioned mix that it's mixed with but uh well if if we're gonna go down that path mark we'll i'll, I'll break out the bush light for the next Not drink nice. so round two will be bush light <laughs> Either that or, or I can do the Coors Banquet beer. Your choice. <laughs> Mix them both together so then we can have a banquet bush. I'll, I'll, I'll have a uh, <laughs> a medium bush then. <laughs> bush medium. I'm still I'm almost the Coors light at that point. Coors medium light. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have no idea where the Howard the Ref shirt is. It usually lives on the floor right here <laughs> next to me. So if Howard the Ref gets summoned, I can, you know, go like, oh, quickly... Ah, ah, found it. There it is. Oh, I'm, I'm glad you finally found it. I was going to think that today was the day that Howard died. <laughs> you know, it's kind of like the day the music died, except Howard died at that point. Hey, we can see you. Yeah, I'll turn turn the lights up one notch. And turn turn up the gain on it. A little hiss on the high end. <laughs> this this whole first part of the show has just been a giant stall he's got the, <laughs> there it is rude boy's got the whistle Ru <clears throat> linesman rude boy's calling for a stoppage in play he has frozen the drink pause mm. uh gee well listen i i don't know who put the howard the ref jersey in the same drawer as the poncho makes perfect sense but <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, as for the ruling, uh, absconce is a it's, it's a fine word. It's okay. I mean, it's a little bit above the vocabulary level of this podcast, but uh, you know, we like to try to lift everybody up. So it's uh, it's all good. Feel free to use the vocab. All right. So it's a maple flavored, old fashioned. <laughs> no cherries, Better but be. yes. Uh, bullet bourbon at this point, so, yes, ensconced, not Wisconsin, because then you would end up with a cherry, and nobody needs a cherry in their old fashioned. Oh, sir, <laughs> two minutes for terrible drinks. <laughs> Send it's you in the which, box. It's hockey season. Oh, it's a five minute major. That's true. Ooh. That's very true. <laughs> Goes on your, on your permanent record. <laughs> And then, if, and then if you muddle it, then it becomes, you know, a 10-minute drink misconduct. <clears throat> even even worse, yeah. We, you know, we might as well hand out both of them at once because at that point, if you're dumb enough to put a cherry in it to begin with, then you might as well muddle it and just go full stupid. Yeah, yeah, that, that's a 5 and a 10. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> the tea. Yep, give them a technical. No. Technically not drinkable. That's, that's what you've done it. <laughs> 
had that argument. Uh, I shouldn't even say an argument in Phoenix because I posed it. And the one guy was correct, and the other guy was taught by some expert in the area that you you put the cherry and you muddle it. And I went, no, no, sir, no. And then, of course, I directed them to beerbluesbs.com. Click on merch and buy yourself a Kidder's Old Fashioned, perfect old-fashioned recipe with, yes, no freaking cherry. And no focus. You just got to bring that wherever you go and ask for your old fashioned to be made in that class. I mean, that would help me out because the the uh, amount that they charge for an old fashioned, it should be that size. Either that or we just get, you know, some triple B business cards. And on the back, we just put the kidders old fashioned recipe. Then anytime when he asks that question, you can just hand them the card. I like your thinking because I had already thought about making triple B business cards to hand out because I tell people about the show all the time. <laughs> See, and See, we could mail Rude Boy uh, uh, about a thousand, and he could go around Des Moines putting them on car windshields, and they end up in the gutter. <laughs> well, I've I've seen the uh, what do they call it? Like so-called electronic business card that. Uh, for, for the people that have the NFC enabled phones, you can wave the, the card underneath the, the top of the phone and it'll bring you to a website that allows you to click a link and it just the downloads the contact right into your phone. So it's uh, it saves the environment and uh, capitalizes on the, the new technology. So, Well, I have an epiphany. Rude Boy has uh really looked into this technology and has pioneered it for the triple b and so i nominate rude boy to get it figure it out and then roll it out for the triple b all right let's see what i can do <laughs> coming soon in the next six to eight months <laughs> well that's the web guy <laughs> the rude boy guy works on a tighter schedule <laughs> But while he's looking into that, Kidder, what are you having tonight? <clears throat> Just got to throw the seal so Orion uh, has something to do. What uh, what do we have here? This kokanee looks like it needs to be drank right away. And so, <clears throat> I know I have some other new ones, but this one has been sitting like this for a little while. So, the return of the kokanee. And I've had it on the show before. It's a nice light beer with a little extra flavor, I would say. A little extra flavor than your, your standard light beer. Or uh, as Rude Boy is going to have later, a latte. But this is 12 fluid ounces in the glass bottle. Uh, it's brewed in the USA for the freshest of tastes. 137 calories. Uh... Yes, I'm reading this correctly. Okay, because they have commas in between things that shouldn't be there. 8.3 grams of carbohydrates, 1.7 grams of protein, no fat. This is just a skinny mini kokanee. And produced in uh, by kokanee in St. Louis, Missouri. And I know it's Missouri, but um, it was established... In Creston, British Columbia. So, the Canadian 
Canadian sensation here. Hey, speaking of Canadians, I think I've uh, <clears throat> smoked about half a pack of Canada for the rest of my life with how schmoggy it is. And uh, I'd also like to say maybe you guys will be on board, but uh, because of all of the smoke, I'm sure that uh, there's going to be some kind of problem. So if you guys want to jump on a class action lawsuit to sue Canada for the for the smoke, uh, we should start that. <coughs> Thank you for the effort in that. <laughs> Feeling for clipped. Uh-oh, what's he linking to us? Business cards. Yeah, I sent you the, the link to what I found for the... And how many months are we going to have to fundraise for this? <laughs> I don't know, say too much. <laughs> Depends on uh, how often you use it, I guess, so... Mm. Well, at our donation rate of like ten cents a month, we should get there by twenty-two eighty. <laughs> ah, we got some funds in the old reserve. Oh, well, I know we're recording right now, but if we're gonna go live, prime time. <laughs> go uh, prime why not? Time. Why not go live in prime time? I mean, it's it's something we're we're here Saturday night recording, and uh, sometimes sometimes that little back and forth and the 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 Saturday night engagement with people having a few drinks with us, uh, we'll, we'll spread the word. But just my two cents. But I'm 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 no streamer and I'm no businessman. But uh, yeah. You guys, well, you are a streamer to... and a screamer. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> from playing, from maybe playing maybe more of a teaser and a pleaser on my end. But... Get the show stopper, and then you know it's over. <laughs> hey, <laughs> Howard's going. This show's just started, and it's already too long. We're off the rails, damn it! <laughs> I'm, I'm, it's good we're not live. <laughs> or, or did he? Uh, did did he just finish all the setup on the on the business cards and he's already rolled it out? <laughs> uh, no, no. Howard is just waiting to talk about his drink because because he's thirsty. Like, what is yes. on tap for Howard Blues tonight? Well, I'm since, already uh, half done. <laughs> yeah, that, well, that's that's what I get for going last. Uh, because Howard is parent in charge. And because it's been a week, uh, I decided instead of going with my usual weird experimental, I'm bringing out what I wanted to drink tonight. And so I have a cold smoke. That's right. Mm. Brewing, Howard's favorite beer of all time. Got a nice one here. It's going to be good. So I'll be sipping on this all night. So mm. smoke them if you got them. Mm, that's good. Mm-hmm. And is your rating remaining the same? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's still a five out of five. It's my favorite of all time. And, and where I is that one from? Uh, the Kettle House. Yep, Kettle House Brewing Company. It is out of Missoula, Montana. Oh, well, there's plenty of Canadian smoke up there. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can only a little extra, a little extra hazy. Yeah, you can only get it in Montana. So anytime that. I or somebody I know heads that way. Uh, I usually try and get some, and then I hoard it as much as I can until I really feel like I need one. <laughs> so, but that's uh, yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna sit back and enjoy it. It's a nice Scotch ale for those who maybe haven't heard me talk about it. 6.5% alcohol by volume. It's a good dark beer. Just 
Mm, perfect. One of those early fall perfect tastes. Uh huh. Yes. Mm -hmm. So, if you're ever going through Montana, you need to grab Cold Smoke. <clears throat> That's mm -hmm. just my my ultimate recommendation. If you drink beer and you're going through, you should pick some up. And Howard's is saying that as well because even if you don't drink it, you can bring it to him. Well, you know, <laughs> listen, I you can you can pick up a four pack, try one, and then hey, if it's not your thing, you know, I'll send me an email. I'll I'll, I'll take it off your hands. <clears throat> Well, that's the benefit of the show is a uh, not only giving our opinions on the beers we drink, but it could be a digital beer delivery system that we can a DBS uh, bring bring the the tastes to those who enjoy the tastes we don't like. Mm -hmm. Which uh, surprisingly, uh, my dad has already, you know implemented he has basically told me if i ever buy beer for this show and it's not good he'll buy it off me at like 50 cents a can <laughs> so hmm. taking one for the open team. a can taste it i don't like this put it back in the fridge here's 50 cents please <laughs> <laughs> so yeah usually though i buy singles so it doesn't really work out that well yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, nah, put it down. Just wait till he comes over. Here, I got one for you. <laughs> Man, this is flat. Yeah, it was from two weeks ago. <laughs> 50 cents, please. Yeah, I don't think he'd go for that. Yeah. Use it as That's a worth, a, worth a shot. Yeah. <laughs> Healthy bacteria colony in there. Clean up your gut. Well, uh, I just wanted to mention. Because we don't re uh, really talk about food that often. I mean, we kind of do, but we don't. It's not really food-ish, but the Haichus. We've talked about Haichu before on the show, pretty sure. Mm -hmm. And pineapple being uh, pretty much my favorite. But it's very hard to get the pineapple up this way by itself. You have to go to the tropical pack. And the problem with the tropical pack is there's too many mangoes in there. And mangs. Mangoes. And I don't mind the mango, but when you have 30,000 of them, you're like, I've had enough. So when you... Like, uh, this is from my stash from Vegas from last month. Because you can buy the singles of just the solo flavors, which I have not been able to find up here. It's just the variety packs. Mm. And of course, I'm sure I could you know, go on the Amazonian Nation and probably buy a 800 count for $8, but that would also be a lot. Hitter, you just need to go to your local holiday station. I find the single packs there all the time. But are they affordable? I, I haven't looked. I like the multi packs. Um, but hey, uh, hey, if you if you do buy the multi pack and you don't want all those mango, here's a, here's a pro tip for you, kidder. You just set all Throw those the aside. No, no, no. <laughs> set them aside. And you know, uh, right now we're halfway through September as we record this. October will eventually be here. I see Boom. what you're saying. <laughs> you have all your Halloween candy, uh, you know, because Haichu just does not go bad. So you just save it all, and then that's what you give out at Halloween. Mango Haichu. See? 
See? Mm -hmm. Solving your problem here. Or I could just buy a box of 15 of these for 21 bucks. <laughs> Which I'm pretty sure is cheaper than what I bought this for. So. Well, well and uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure you don't tend to turn your lights on for Halloween, <clears throat> if I'm not mistaken. We have. <laughs> what day is Halloween this year? What is it? The 31st of October? Tuesday. Mm-hmm. That's good. It's supposed it's to a... work, but too bad it's not at night. Mm. <laughs> I was going to say, like, it's amazing up in my neighborhood, like, how many people come into our neighborhood just to trick or treat. You know, that's it's we get a lot of kids who aren't from from the neighborhood. I know and, you, why. and you, uh, yes. And, uh, mm. Anyway, uh, but but you can always tell because when you answer the door, it's always like, "Wow, Mister, you got a really big house." I'm like, back up here to some of those. Go over a couple blocks. You'll you'll be you'll be impressed. Yeah, it's. Uh, uh, of course, the strawberry uh, ten pack for thirty four dollars. Just buy the variety, save it. For, I've given you a solution to this man. They have the ten pack of uh, pineapple ones on Amazon for about thirty four bucks. <laughs> you not find that one? Let me see. Good thing I'm almost out of this. I need another one. It's going to be my echo. Here we go. Oh, he's sending it to me now. Cool. Yeah, well, there it is. You put it in the chat, which means Good. Future Howard can put it in the liner notes. There you go. It's already in the uh, multi video. <laughs> but you can't click on it. You, so you're gonna you have can to also order it, the mango ones that you. Love and enjoy. Now I just kind of want to troll kidder and buy just singles of the mango and just leave it on his doorstep. That's that's another option too. Mm -hmm. And they'll stay there until Halloween. Should be like, no treat. Here's your trick. Here's one pineapple for you. <laughs> Truthfully, that's uh, we do have done trick or treat at work uh, in the Heritage Center mm -hmm. for employees, kids. And that's actually what I always put in my bowl is haichu. Nice. Well, so I I don't remember ever having haichu. Is that just like a like a taffy type? Uh... So it, here here's kind of the fun history of it. History of Howard. It's actually from Japan, and. In, in Japanese culture, it is rude to take anything out of your mouth. And so gum, you, you can't do gum because eventually you have to spit it out or swallow it. And swallowing is not great, so you have to spit it out. So this guy manufactured this, uh, manufactured haichu, and it's, it's meant to be like gum. You can sit and chew it for quite a while. And it's very flavorful, but eventually you can swallow it. So it's like a more flavorful, more chewable Starburst is kind of the best way I put it to people. The most honorable candy. 
Yeah. And it's slowly been picking up steam kind okay. of in the United States. And uh, nice. Yeah, it's it's enjoyable. It's uh, I as I said, I give it out mostly to try and get other people to like Haichu as much as I yeah. as I do. The so. sour ones are delicious too. Yes. Our first sponsorship is on the horizon. Haichu. I mean, I'd be okay with that. <laughs> I'll send I can more. get the pineapple. I'll I can get the grape. I can the get mango. the green apple. <laughs> All of the sours. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is there is there a flavor you like besides the uh, pineapple? <clears throat> you know, for myself, I I haven't found a flavor that I really dislike. Okay, I've enjoyed them all. I'm not as picky as as Kidder is, but whoa, 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 whoa. picky! <laughs> I like almost every flavor except the mango. <laughs> And I tolerate the mango. I is eat it, the mango. Is this too artificial for you, or what? What is it about it? There's too they many don't. of them in the bag. I'm just like, why can't we have more of the good flavor? Why do we have to have this filler? Because I've I've seen uh, was it at the store that they made a like one or two pound bag of the like pink or red Starburst only. So it's like something that the people, or at least the the company, realizes that uh, that people enjoy certain Starbursts or something like that. But obviously, Haichu they they'll make a, a pack of straight pineapple or whatever flavor you want, but they also make the multi pack. So, but anyway, yes, I I'm not as picky as Kidder. Okay, <laughs> he likes all of them except mango and the reduced sugar ones. Those taste gross. Oh, I haven't tried those. That just seems yeah. like a bad idea. The only reason that I tried them is because a certain hardware store that helps you save big money had them on the clearance rack for like 89 cents for a bag. I knew they had been there long enough to be on clearance because I would guess, number one, not a lot of people know about Haichu. Number two, reduced sugar, so you have And number three, grenade. the price ended in a five and not... A nine. Probably. One of those weird <laughs> price, pricing tactics that the price that the that the big box stores do. Oh, but this isn't big box. It helps you save big money. And number four was that it was all mango. <laughs> uh, I don't remember what the reduced sugar flavors were, but there were two two flavors. I think I think it was strawberry and mango to be Completely honest, but both of them tasted pretty nasty. I wouldn't do those, but yeah, no, I, I enjoy four pound box for thirty eight dollars. Here you go. Can't pick the flavors though. <laughs> oh, mystery mango. <laughs> to Mister Muck Kiddo. Knowing Mark's like that's what would happen. He would get <laughs> thirty eight pounds <laughs> mango. He's going to get a pellet over in front of his garage. Hey, you! You're the guy with the make big mango hatchew delivery. <laughs> like, uh, I suppose. Mm-hmm. I just oh, hope that box. They have the fruit combos where they have pineapple. And you're like, oh, it's pineapple. No, it's a pina colada. So it's got nasty coconut on the outside. Get mm. that crap out of here. So, so no that's, that's too- for Mark. 
<clears throat> that, that's two flavors he doesn't like mango and pina colada mm. so see the, the more we dig into this the but but i tolerate mango the 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 coconut's nasty <laughs> the dragon fruit's delicious the acai is delicious kiwi's really good Orange tangerine, strawberry, red apple, black cherry. That one we just have to skip because it's a cherry. Raspberry, blueberry. So, so, the so skipping away cola. from the, the, the whole taffy and the, the high chew debate, is there any other candy that you really, really don't like? Is there something that like you, you've had it once or you got you got it in your, your Halloween basket and you're like, I will never ever buy this on the, the store shelves or you bought one by chance and it's uh didn't go as you you'd hoped anything coconut mm. just hate i just hate the taste of coconut i'm an almond joy or uh like, uh, fan nope mm. garbage i see that and i it it, it this candy does not to bring me a joy so, so no, coconut. no coconut no coconut mango no, I mean, I, I like mango. I, I don't understand why the confusion is here. Maybe, maybe it's because there's a a multi pack for uh, thirty five dollars here. Uh, on, it's always on fun to see the, the scabs that we pick on this show. <laughs> yep, I have somebody else in this house to do that. <laughs> um, as for myself, I I. Can't say that there's ever been a candy that I've been like, uh, on. Mm-hmm. But uh, that said, I don't have like the largest sweet tooth in the world. So I don't tend to eat a lot of candy to begin with. It's just, I don't know. I'm not a huge sweets person. So sure. But, you know, like I'll, every now and then I'll have something and I, I haven't, I don't know that I've had anything that I've been like, ugh. On. Maybe there was like a dark chocolate that was too dark, but I too much cacao. Yeah, but I, <laughs> very dark. I, it wanted to kill you. <laughs> well, I just you know I'm just saying like that. Maybe there was, but I I'd have a hard time thinking of anything. But I also think that you know as you grow, you you kind of find those candies that you enjoy, and you kind of just stick to it, you know. If you're in the grocery store and you're like, mm, I want to grab a candy bar, you know, hey, I like Three Musketeers. I, I'm going to grab a Three Musketeers because I know it's good and I know what I'm getting. You know, I I think that that tends to happen with people. So similar to beers, we have our own tastes and chocolates and candies. I can get a 10-pack for $34. Wait a minute. Is it on the way? <laughs> I mean, <clears throat> $1.93 an ounce. And these uh, packs are 1.76 ounces. Math. I was going to have one, but about three dollars, three dollars and change a pack. Gitter for those in, uh, listening Keep to the audio. Is, I think he's good reaching for another beer. <laughs> he's going for a drink. He's like, ah, we've gotten to math. I need to. Uh, <clears throat> need Time to for some beer math. Yep. Yep. <clears throat> 
So, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to everybody's second favorite segment on the show. What's on tap? Round two. Kidder drinks alone. <laughs> I drink alone. Yeah, you asked for round two. I, I also have uh, another selection of beers besides the uh, the the Coors Banquet and the Bush Light. Those those are leftovers from uh, the tailgates that I've been to the past few mm. weeks. So. I picked up a selection today that uh, might be worth uh, featuring. So, <clears throat> so this is part of Local Geeks Spy Network, and this beer comes to us from Littleton, New Hampshire. It's brewed and packaged by Schilling Beer Company. You can find them online at shillingbeer.com, S-C-H-I-L-L-I-N-G, beer dot com this is a jacobus a german style pilsner this is going to be a great beer yeah five percent alcohol by volume this is one pint of beer has the uh, wheat stocks mm-hmm. on there there you go you said uh what what city was that out of mark this is from Littleton, New Hampshire. Hmm. Don't know if we've had one from there yet. Hmm. Bubbly. Okay. I know local geek, uh, since he in, had the uh, inception for that, <clears throat> would know and why he helped us get these because I think he said we're down to about 20 states left. We got a couple out there, and I don't know if Pennsylvania is one, but uh, JS was just out there and uh, tried to smuggle some of that local beer back. And so hopefully he has enough to share, and our sharing is caring. So cheers to you, Jacobuses. (laughs) You see what I did there? Hmm, There's some hops. So uh, state... Wise, let's see one, two, three, four. Uh, we are missing Alabama, Alaska, Arkansas, Kansas, Maine, Maryland, Mississippi. You just knocked New Hampshire off the list. Uh, New Mexico, uh, Oklahoma, Rhode Island, South Carolina, Virginia, and West Virginia. And for the record, when I was in Phoenix, I asked. The uh, local establishment, which um, I picked that up. The hell was it called? I I, I should have left the bag over here. <laughs> the Tommies? No, no. Uh, it was like Taylor's. I forget. Jonathan Taylor Thomas? No. Yeah. Anyway, uh, thirteen states not represented. Uh, the state represented most is Minnesota with 15. Thank you, local geek. And that might be slightly off because we got uh, <clears throat> we have some episodes in the can that he hasn't heard yet. So mm-hmm. or the mm-hmm. bottle, however you like to brew it, <laughs> by video or by audio, or some cans in the keg. Uh, here, since I'm in the spreadsheet and uh, <clears throat> Trevor's and, uh, liquor, Thank Trevor's. Uh, since since uh, I'm in the spreadsheet, yes. I can look at some other fun stats. Uh, Kidder, so far, and again, he's a couple episodes behind. 
Um, you have consumed 206 drinks on the Triple B. 197 of them alcoholic, nine non-alcoholic. Uh, I myself have uh, consumed 173, with 152 of those being alcoholic, 21 being non-alcoholic. Our guests combined uh, have had 150 drinks consumed, 142 of them alcoholic, eight non-alcoholic. In the, yeah. in the battle of the guests, uh, we have, uh, let's see, he's got this in an interesting order. Uh, leading the way in number of appearances is the local geek. He's been on 18 episodes. <laughs> Look at that scowl. <laughs> Look at his face. I, <laughs> Where's he has consumed, him? <laughs> he's consumed uh, 45 beverages on the show. Uh, in second place is Big D, who's been on 17 times uh, and has consumed 31 drinks. Uh, then it is uh, Rude Boy Kyle with 14 episodes. And uh, I have to do, because he's got you in two places, uh, 22 drinks had on the show, uh, which is interesting because J.S. Gunslinger has only been on 11 episodes and he has consumed 23 drinks. Yes, he uh, has. So <laughs> one so more. I, so I need to up my DPS and my appearances. Is what you're saying? Uh, yep. Well, I've, I've just I've just given the stats because uh, after JS, like it visitation like drops down. Like Farva's been on three times, Midnight Rocker four, Brother Nico seven. Uh, we have a couple of twos, although he's missing a couple on here, at least with drinks consumed. Thanks for what you do, local geek. <clears throat> yeah, ease up on the beers while you're doing the stats. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, local local geek, when you get to this, yeah, you you have uh, mm, you, you have two rude boy Kyle columns under the guests. You have one where it's rude space boy Kyle, and then down at the bottom you have rude boy all as one. So you you might need to fix something. In this That's my multiple personalities. He's got double V. Listen, if we're going to talk multiple personalities, I think I would win on this one. I forget how many different personalities of Howard there are. And have appeared on this show. <clears throat> I, I have an expert in house for that. <laughs> I made him take a drink. <laughs> uh, he, he better take a few it. for the punishment you're going to get when she listens to this. I'm just curious how she's an expert in number of Howard personalities. That's the the connection I didn't quite uh because she knows you for so many years. Mm-hmm. Well, gents, I, I think it's uh you know we should we should do a little catch up. Anybody playing anything interesting in the old video game world? I, I ask because you guys tend to have more time than I do. <clears throat> well, uh, aside from the the truck sim that we've. Uh, Yet to find some time for in the past few weeks with uh, overtime and travels <laughs> and and all that. But uh, I've well, let's see, Mark told me about Farm Sim 19, 
who uh, and 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 it it was available on Amazon Games for free. <laughs> and uh, and I and, and we a good it price go for on, it. on a multiplayer evening. We played for a couple hours and it was a good time. And I was like, well, Farm Sim 22 was out. It's hilarious because he created a farm and then uh, I joined his farm <laughs> and bought a bunch of skids tears and yeah. <laughs> front end loaders. He, he, he bought the whole store. So all the attachments. Yeah. But yeah, Farm Simulator 22. I've I've put in some hours on, and uh, there's there's some definite improvements. And it was it was interesting because uh, I was able to make a direct comparison back to Farm Sim 19, and some solid improvements. And uh, I know some of the the people who've been on the show uh, and and watch the show or are uh, into the farming market in some point uh, or fashion but uh it's uh it's it's been a lot of fun it's it's been a good uh change of pace from american truck simulator but it also has uh some of those aspects built into it um but yeah i've i've gotten into that recently and um it's I'd, I'd call it a, a really customizable and you, you can dial in whatever experience you want. You can go as, uh, we'll call it, start from the, the roots and go from a brand new farm with maybe an acre or two to raising money and distributing your 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 product to, to different facilities within the map. Or the town that you you live by, to you can add a few million dollars to your account and get the the best of the best equipment, and um, so it's it's something that you have to take. You can you can make it whatever kind of experience you want in terms of farming, and yeah, I've enjoyed it. So sounds like uh, by yeah, the time I, th- you get I think your farm built up, you'll have an acre too. <laughs> but yeah, some sometimes it's uh, it's something where you you're if if you're more into the the realistic aspects of things, you can um put in the the time and effort to do some soil samples, figure out exactly what kind of soil you're working with in terms of your crops uh there's there's a mod within the game called precision farming and you can have sensors added to your implements uh so that you you know your your ph levels your fertilizer levels your uh, amount of lime that you need to uh, apply to your field um if you need to remove rocks or stones from your field, if you need to remove weeds. So it's a, it's a kind of a a very niche kind of game that there's, there's a dedicated YouTube 
group that uh, a lot of people make uh, some some role play aspects, or you can you can take on whatever type of aspect of, uh, of farming you want in whatever uh, fashion you want. So it's it's been a, a good diversion from the the games that I've gone through the past six months to a year, and I've enjoyed it. Kidder, I know you've been the uh, world traveler as of late. Mm-hmm. Have you had any time for gaming, or has that all been on hiatus as you've been? I've just been doing a little Star Trek online pretty much every day, do my uh, my dailies so that I can get the uh, free stuff every promo period that they're doing. So just mission here, extra thing there. The brand new um, featured story was just released this past week featuring uh, Garrett Wong, who was on Star Trek Voyager as Ensign Harry Kim. In the game, he finally got his promotion to captain. And uh, this new mission features interacting with him and a new type of Borg as they're invading the galaxy. And you must repel them. Send them back from whence they came. And uh, it's a 20... Like 20 day, something like that, uh, promo. So each day you have to play the mission to get another entry toward the main prize pack thing and it's um anti assimilation something or other hmm. interesting and then of course they're doing more stuff in lock boxes is what they're called in the game and what the lock boxes have is just random I don't want to call it junk but um there's there's a bunch of random stuff in there and very, very rare chance at getting the top tier items such as a ship token. So you can select from a very limited list of ships and that's the only way that you can get them in the game unless somebody sells you or on the exchange or trades to you. And those are typically going for around 250 billion energy credits. I uh, I don't even have 1 billion in energy credits and I've been playing it for 13 years. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Uh, but I also don't go on the marketplace and sell a lot of stuff either. So, I mean, I could buy <clears throat> the keys, which cost actual money. I could put those on the marketplace and then make the in-game currency or in turn also just buy the keys and then use them on the lockboxes in the attempt to get one of these on my own. Now, people have tested this theory both on the live server and the test server over the years since they started doing these lockboxes, which are basically a bunny grab, <clears throat> it would cost you or me 
approximately $300 in keys for the percentage, which is about a 0.3% chance of getting one if you just pay one key, one lock, one box. So around $300 is what people estimate. That's the general going rate <clears throat> for unlocking a ship. And I will admit that I have purchased the packs on the store. They did a Mirror Universe ship pack, which had six or seven ships in it. And then they did a, a bigger anniversary pack that had legendary ships in it with even higher power and capabilities. So I bought that pack. And then another, the 11th year pack I bought, and that had uh, Ambassador Worf in it, so you can have him as a bridge crew member and put him on away teams or different things like that, uh, but also had some ships and other items. And so by purchasing the ones that I have, I am more of a fan because I purchase exactly what I want. Versus, well, I need to spend like $300 potentially to possibly get this one token for a ship. So do I spend 80 to 120 on six ships or 300 on one ship? Right? I'm like... I don't know. And potentially, again, going back to it, I could buy a bunch of the keys and then sell them in the marketplace, potentially getting enough energy credits so that if there's one available in the market, I can buy one of those for, you know, $200 billion. And energy credits, that is not actual dollars. Anyway, so that annoys me about the in-game uh, mechanics and dealing with the real money because at that rate I would rather them go back to a pay to play a subscription model so then they didn't have to raise money by squeezing it out of everybody they could just put it out there as do you want these extras it's DLC <clears throat> you know so that part bothers me um yeah. The nice thing is no matter if you have one character or 15, when you unlock and purchase those ships like I've done, they're available for the entire account. So every character, that if, even if you start a brand new one, you're like, I love this ship. Insert this ship here. I can play that ship on any character, even if I'm just starting the game. The <clears throat> dumb thing Again, talking about the lock boxes and having to get those limited edition ships. They're not even limited edition. They're just limited in number ships and the limited number of how many times you would have to try to get a token for this. You only get that for that character. So you remember when uh, we were playing <clears throat> and I had that token for the uh ship and I was like which one should we try and you went with the 
uh, Terran version of the uh, Strange New Worlds Enterprise. So that ship is locked to my Cardassian character. I cannot just get that on any of my other characters. I would have to get another one of those tokens or buy it on the store for each character. Which is, again, a huge money grab. And I think it's pretty dumb, but... I don't work for the company and I don't make the money that they make. So there's that. <clears throat> I don't know. What are your thoughts on, on the whole lottery system of lock boxes and you have to pay to play basically, even though I bought a lifetime subscription back in the day. I, you know, I've never really been a fan of the whole lock box, microtransaction sort of thing. Um, so a lot of times I will play the game and I will play with eh, whatever I can, you know, so like with Call of Duty and the Battle Pass, I've never purchased. I don't care if I miss out on some of that. I, You know, it is what it is. Uh, I guess I kind of feel like when you spend the money to buy the game, that should be enough. And if I have to pay a lot more, unless it's like DLC, DLC I'll sometimes be okay with, but otherwise I, I don't know. I just kind of pass yeah, on a lot of the purchase things. I hated the Call of Duty uh, cards and the lock boxes and whatever that stupid crap was because 90% of the time it was worthless. Probably 95% of the time. And I think that's what these lock boxes are as well in Star Trek Online. Uh, you get just crap that you don't want or you won't use. And so you try to sell it on the market the exchange and and it won't sell probably <clears throat> it's it's gotten to the point where it's made the well at least the call of duty aspect um it's made the game the launcher and the whole atmosphere if you don't spend the time to keep up with the game it is massively too confusing to anyone wanting to get into the game uh it's it's something that you unlock things for games that you don't own. And you, <laughs> yeah, thanks, Call of Duty. <laughs> you, you, you just, unless you're truly invested in the whole atmosphere of Call of Duty, or uh, it's it's something that you you have no clue as to what is going on, because it's like I I have no 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 use for what. I just unlocked and you're you're making progress in a game that you you don't own but round two with, gentlemen oh there you go <clears throat> uh before we get to uh to the uh, what you have drinking there i just wanted to touch on battlefield 2042 because i haven't played it in a long time uh and it's not like as long as you guys uh it, we're talking maybe two months here i played it for couple days here and there but uh still along those lines with 2042 they're doing improvements and trying to get people back into the game and whatnot so they have different weapons and different skins that you can earn for free and they have the battle pass the season pass whatever and that that's stuff that you can use in that game which thankfully you don't waste money you know for 
paying for that because you want to play that game, but it's actually for Battlefield 2043 or something stupid, like Call of Duty did. <clears throat> Asshats. Uh, but uh, either way, um, the whole microtransaction, like I get it, they're trying to keep the game alive, and, and I also get that maybe it is supposed to be a rare thing because it's a, a cool ship it's you know powerful but at the same time maybe if you just offered it up by itself as a pack maybe people would rather buy that spend their money specifically but then you think about it as a business and like, oh, yeah, we can get these idiots to pay $300 per thing. And then they're going to keep doing it and keep doing it. And so then they, we, we, we slush these guys for thousands of dollars. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's an industry that uh, even a game itself sometimes, like I've seen... Even with me getting involved in the, the, the farm simulator, there's there's certain mods that come out that are uh, third-party developed, but those third parties will want some form of compensation. Um, and it's not part of the year one pass or the year two pass. And it's somewhat confusing to someone who's just jumping into a game brand new. I tasted Farm Sim 19 for free thanks to Amazon and I I bought Farm Sim 22 the cuz they, they they make a premium edition, a platinum edition, and then there's a whole bunch of other DLCs that are scattered about within that farm sim 22 universe and i i looked into it and before i bought anything i was like well what's the difference between the the premium and the platinum edition but so giving you no tree <laughs> <laughs> it, it it was it was a couple bucks at the, the the store that i bought it from but it was something that i had to look online and i found out that the premium edition came with the year one and the year two pass, which included a whole uh, slew of DLCs under its umbrella. You get two skid steers instead of one. <laughs> oh, thankfully, there's a, a very healthy mod store within the game itself, not on the Steam store itself, but uh, within the game itself that, that people make a lot of... Uh, things available for free and as well as the the people who develop the game they make free mods um that you can download and add things to your game but there's also third-party developers that make something that doesn't fit under the we'll say the 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 i'm trying to figure out the the difference between the premium and the platinum platinum Included a lot of forestry expansions that you incorporated in cutting down trees and harvesting trees into certain lengths and then distributing them to 
production points or buying production points that made furniture or planks or logs, uh, wood type products as another type of harvestable product like corn and grain and harvester of sorrow. Harvest. <laughs> so it, it, it was, it was somewhat, it, uh, I had to take my time into figuring out which different edition of the game to buy because the platinum edition, oh gosh, I'm trying to remember which one it was. Basically one encompassed the other, but there was one that didn't encompass the the previous one. And it it uh, it was something I was like, I want to get the most DLC and and passes and DLC for my buck. And thankfully, I bought the right one. So I'll have to go back into my emails and figure out which one I actually bought. But the platinum versus the premium, it was it was a lot. It was a lot. There's a lot of confusion. There's also when I went to go search about it on Google, measurable confusion between well, what's the difference between this and people. People weren't happy that certain DLCs were included versus not included in another edition. And then a third-party developer comes in and says, well, we want to make this expansion, and then this is available for 18 bucks." And it's like, well, it's only included in one pack, but not the other. And But it's still That's something you that... get for buying the newer version. <laughs> well, I, I, I did my research, and I got the right edition, correct edition for the most uh we'll say Bing for, for my buck for my money and uh so so yeah it's it's something that to to include the the pass in one versus not the other is uh somewhat deceptive so i i get that they want to make some money here and there but when you're gonna price both of them within a few bucks of each other and uh not include a uh, a measurable um, amount of, of DLC in one versus the other. It's like, well, you're you're doing a base game, but you're not making it clear what edition. Because Platinum versus Premium, I mean, which one do you choose? So they, they both sound pretty good to me. But when when you go jumping into a new game and... And want to get into it it's uh i i spent a good day and a half researching the differences between the two and figuring out this is the dlc progression that they've released and this includes two years worth of of uh year year passes which have their own subsets of dlcs and then the the platinum edition is a, a whole other iteration of the game, but it's also included in the premium. So I know which one to gift you, Mark. <laughs> Trucking sim. <laughs> Speaking of which, they they announced Arkansas and Nebraska as future uh, future expansions. Well, I'm looking forward to the Nebraska way because it'll get us closer to the Des Moines way. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah, we're we're hoping that uh, I know Oklahoma is a, a very popular one. Uh, meanwhile, they've they've expanded on their Texas uh, 
map and uh yeah it's it was something that i i'd watched there it was a live because the the scs company uh that releases the truck simulators for both american and euro truck simulators they've they've got a, a decent sized team in europe but they they work on multiple games and they they did a live stream of them we'll say live releasing the uh, oklahoma dlc and it was a big party at their their headquarters and it was it was fun to watch them and the the ceo and uh, their pr department put on a a party for just this dlc and that was my first uh, experience with with them um, sort of just bringing uh, a lot of effort from their entire team because then the their i guess their cafeteria or their social area they they went around to everybody and everybody's waving high and <clears throat> So it was something I, I happened to be at home while they were live streaming it. And so it was, it was a good uh, experience, but it's another one of those aspects that this game company has made it clear that they, they sell a base game that you can get on sale for $5. Um, but you get a certain geography with the game and then you expand upon it if you want. Um, so yeah, it's uh, sometimes a very confusing atmosphere to get the game that you want and and the experience that you want without uh, overspending or or buying the wrong edition of the game to to have a good time. What's Howard's the ref? Uh, Howard the ref's final decision and ruling howard's the ref ruling on what <laughs> dlc and people making the the different versions of the game almost identical so then people get confused to just buy the highest paid paying one anyway you know the thing about that is i i hate all of these sort of tactics and this is maybe part of why i'm not as much of a gamer i like the the companies that eventually you're you know yes you're gonna put out dlc but eventually you can just get the whole thing like one of the things i like about like say the mortal Kombat franchise with nether realm studios i'm a guy i don't like i'm not competitive i can wait i'm patient on it i i know eventually they'll put out the ultimate edition that has all of the dlc in one pack and i'll just purchase that but I, for a lot of games, I just I don't want to have to deal with all that. I don't have enough time to actually do gaming and to, to sit and figure out, well, gosh, it's this pack or that pack or this or that. I don't want it. I just want to be able to go. Here's the game that I want. Here we go. And I the last game that I sat and kind of did that all with was um diablo i decided to pick up some of those give them a try and to try and figure out like the the different packages on my xbox as to which one had everything 
oh, I had to come back to it like three times because I kept getting frustrated, like going back and forth trying to figure out, well, this pack has this, this, and this, but this pack has this, this, and this. And I just... They definitely try to milk the uh, impulse buyer in uh, in a lot of people. So that that one thing, uh, if I were to give a, a wag of the finger to, it's... Uh, it's something that they they market two vastly different products with different um, different tangible outcomes to those products in a very similar fashion, but um, one's obviously a very better deal than the other, and um, that's that's one reason why I I did like the way SCS has done the truck simulators because you you can buy the base game and you can or have reboot gifted to you thankfully yeah <laughs> <laughs> and and you can expand upon it if you want and it's very clear this is the time and the effort that they put into expanding the map and this is what you get um and it's something that they've they've made improvements not only to the map itself but uh, the base game uh, in terms of uh, playability and sounds. And uh, there's there's a very healthy mod market on Steam and and other avenues that you can uh, make the experience really what you want. Um, but there's there are certain companies that will do their best to deceive you in in multiple ways that you kind of have to slice each uh, each iteration into its own um, kind of what do you get out of this money and so yeah it's. It's an, it's it's been interesting. It's been an interesting year of gaming so far. So I know. Uh, let's see, City Skylines Two is coming out uh, within another month or so, and we've uh, Mark and I have played that uh, a little bit here and there. And yeah, I played the going back to the Cities game itself. Yeah, from man, that must have been out. 15 years ago when they started coming out with the cities games yeah yeah it's uh they've they've had a lot of expansions to their games too it's, it's almost reminded me of the the sims franchise that uh see i've i've heard that sims 5 is going to be free to play and then i i instantly went to it's a mobile game adapted for the computer that's going to be pay for whatever experience you want in terms of dlc and mm, of course super duper pay to yeah, play it, it went uh, it soured on me very fast when i saw that mm -hmm. headline but it's all rumors at this point but round three for <laughs> mr kidder and round Cheers. two is in progress for me i have the sam adams flannel fest <laughs> munich dunkel beer <laughs> he's gonna get a dunkle in his flannel that's for sure <laughs> watch out well yeah the it says it uh features robust notes of toasted bread and caramel 
<laughs> bread. <laughs> Balanced by a floral hop aroma. It goes down easy. Uh, That's classic German-style lager paired with flannel will keep you cozy during your coldest or of beer seasoned adventures. Signed by Jim Coke. Um, Thanks, Jim. Yeah. Yeah, it's... it's. Uh, What's your rating for it? You got a one to five. Give it a 3.8. There you go. All of that. High praise for flannel well, from flannel rude boy. It's a it's a good tasting. We'll call it. Well, they they call it a dunkel beer. Dunkel, do you? So it's it's not overly heavy, but it's part of a uh, a four pack of the the seasonal Sam Adams release for the beer fest. So it's got the flannel. Fest, the Jacko Pumpkin Ale, which I've yet to crack open. There's also a Hoppy Ale and their classic Oktoberfest beer with uh, three 12-ounce cans of each in a 12-pack. So the Flannel Fest is a uh, new release. Um. But yeah, I, I think it's it's done just about right. Hmm. So it, I I'd say it's uh, not overly heavy. I'd say it'd go good with a uh, a good steak and potatoes dinner. Hmm. There you go. <clears throat> For my uh, next up here, it's from Fargo Brewing Company in Fargo, North Dakota. It is the Fargo. Original lager beer drink Fargo, the beer for any occasion. It's cold, it's fresh. You keep it cold, you keep it fresh. 5.1% alcohol by volume and 17 on the IBU scale. Excuse me, there. Uh, 12 fluid ounces. You can find them online at fargobrewing.com. Of course, the uh, nice man's holding the wheat right there. Very, very farmery, and this guy's pretty buff. I mean, look at that. I got the <laughs> size of his elbows. The like Fargo John Seller surgery. <laughs> anyway, I can't remember if I've had this on the show before. I've had a couple of the beers from Fargo Brewing, and uh, of course, <clears throat> being live, loud, and on location at the Fargo Brewing Company for a concert last year uh had a sample of a lot of their beverages and enjoyed several of their beers nice golden aroma so you've had the stones throw scottish ale hmm. the there she goes actually that was local geek had there she goes hmm. And then you had the Oktoberfest gotcha. for Fargo Brewing Company. Officially on the show. Because I think I uh, just posted that as a an on-location video <clears throat> to the El Facebook page. 
Yeah, it's only the ones that happen on the main show that ever make it onto the spreadsheet. Well, this one counts, and I bought a six-pack. Mm. This one's really good. Um, 4.7. Wow. Wow. Really good. That's pretty impressive. Pretty impressive. Drink local and drink often, apparently. How she go down? How she taste? It's smooth, nice golden taste. Uh, it's it's like a I don't want to say a light beer because that would be too little flavor. Uh, maybe similar to a, a Budweiser, but with just more flavor to it, more robust taste and smoothness. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. So we were, we were talking gaming, <clears throat> and last week did I end up talking about Star Trek Infinite? Yes. Okay. Yes, you did. Uh, I thought I did, but of course, just the eternal question, because did I or didn't I were talking gaming, so why not? I I did not purchase it. It is not coming out until October, but I've watched a couple of the promo videos for it, the features of the game, and I have a hard time just thinking about, do I want to play this? Do I not want to play it? Uh, And I don't know. It reminds me of some of the old school games that I used to love playing back when the uh, computer technology was even more limited. But why is it priced at $30 or I'll say $39.99 for the deluxe edition? Uh, that's because of the deluxe edition, you get uh, the California class uh, USS Cerritos from Star Trek Lower Decks. You also get the Lower Decks uniforms, even though the Admiral uniform is not the correct uniform, <clears throat> along with uh, downloadable content like the soundtrack to the game, the sketches used in creating the game, and I think there's one more thing. So you get the base game plus Doritos. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. Rude boy's looking at it. He's like, hey, yeah, maybe we could play. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't know. Does does that actually look it like as I single player and online PV. having my ear bud rip out of my ear and now it's like oh. but uh does that actually look like something that would kind of interest you as a a real-time strategy game that to me isn't really like a real-time strategy game because it's more like a turn-by-turn strategy game. Hmm. That's how it feels to me anyway. Howard, I don't know if you got a chance to look at any of the stuff. No. Okay. Um, Because I I see that that Steam has it listed as single-player or online PvP. Yeah, and so I think it would just be like the PvP oh. mode versus co-op. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, <clears throat> um, oh. yeah. So Howard, uh, I was really hoping that Howard the ref would have a weigh in on this tonight, but um, it appears he's just going to have to put it in the. Uh, 
in the captions and in the show notes. You, you think I'm going to have time? Well, I guess I do have like four or five weeks to you know, check it out before this episode <laughs> actually comes out. So. Yeah. When I saw it on your, your wish list there, Mark, I clicked on it and I was like, oh, it's $30. Hmm. <laughs> it's gonna be one of these games before i before i even just read anything about it and, uh, and so what do you mean Star by Trek one of these is a grand games. strategy experience that lets you play your own star trek story as the leader of one of four major factions in the galaxy follow the specially crafted story or blaze your own trail and the first Star Trek grand strategy game. So it's turn-based, which I'm not a fan of. Just, well, it, it seems like they're adapting the Star Trek universe into a game, uh, a game style in itself. Mm -hmm. Where you said it's semi-real-time strategy but if I if I think of real time strategy, I think of Age of Empires, mm -hmm. where you're you're moving things and everybody else is moving things, and you do what you have to do to develop your um, area of influence, your empire. Um, but if this is turn based. Um, the only turn-based game that I have seriously enjoyed is uh, South Park. <laughs> yes. So is that the fractured butthole? Yes. Yes. So it's it's something that uh, I I don't know. There, there's there's some game styles that that I. I I think it might be enjoyable to watch more than play myself. Mm -hmm. So, and I think this might be more of the real-time strategy, hmm. uh, just because the videos for the Star Trek variant, you know, it's it's literally pre-production, and the uh, production team has been limited from sharing or answering any questions, uh, sharing details. That is by contract until after the game is released. And so really what you see is what you get. But the game is built off of their other primary game, which is apparently a pretty big hit game. And I don't remember it. I think I said it last week. But I don't know. I I think it's similar to another Star Trek game that was out maybe 20 years ago at this point as well. Uh, I think it was Star Trek Federation or something like that. I'd have to go back in my notes. It's one of the games that I didn't have back in the day, so I never got a chance to play it. But it was a love it or hate it game where people who liked that game style absolutely loved it, and other people didn't like it, and they hated it, right? Uh, for me, what I absolutely adored was Star Trek Armada because that was like... Uh, uh, command and Conquer. It's a real-time strategy. It's very similar to okay. Command and Conquer. Yeah, Command and Conquer, I I loved playing back in the day. But 
when it says deep and complex strategy, there's just a a headliner for that, and then it says Star Trek Infinite is built upon the core systems of Stellaris. Yes, that's the game. Leveraging the deep and complex system and making that making them its own. Aspects of these systems have been streamlined and simplified to better resonate with the Star Trek franchise. So, and there's a, a warning for mature content. So, uh, I, I am not familiar with what Stellaris is, but watching various streams online and uh, seeing what other people and, and, and their opinions on these types of games are, I take it with a grain of salt, but um, I don't know what Stellaris is, but if you were to incorporate a, a different version of a, a different game that's popular uh, into Star Trek Infinite, I would say it uh, might might be worth trying out, but uh, I... When I when I just browse through the the screenshots that they have on Steam, it does remind me a lot, like you said, Mark, of uh, a Command and Conquer type of game style. So it could it could have uh, so a uh, Star Trek version of uh, Civilization, perhaps. Yeah, it's closer to a, it looks because I've been looking while you guys have been talking. It looks very close to either like a civilization or um, even like the Total War series. So it kind of more of like, yes, it's very turn based when you're dealing with managing your your chunk of the solar system or galaxy mm-hmm. and your territory and kind of your development inside of things. That's the turn based side. But it looks like then the actual battles are more, more of your real time strategy. Sure. So very, it gives me it gives me very total war vibes and yeah, and such. So take that for what you will. It's described as a four X. So that makes a bit of sense. A four X. Mm-hmm. What is it? That's um. Exploration, extermination, exterminate. Let's see. Um, it's late, so I'm trying to remember what the other forex course. Rewrite and arithmetic. Explore, expand, exploit, and exterminate. That's what it is. Explore, expand, exploit, and exterminate. It's uh, it's still on the tracker, but um, I don't know. I don't think I'll buy it <laughs> just because I have so many other things to play like Star Trek resurgence. I played through maybe 10% of the game and, and that one just have to play through it, make some choices, do some things, enjoy the story as best I can. Howard's Is that got a, a box? Is that an online-based game, or is there an offline story? It is essentially offline story. Okay. 
standalone game, no multiplayer to it. Because you make decisions on the fly to change how people around you react and uh, view you, but then also potentially change the story. Okay. Whatever they call those types of games specifically of you can use this reaction or say this dialogue and then it points you down this path mm -hmm. that type of game i mean it wasn't too bad the little bit that i played but i just haven't had time to go back and continue playing that sure. hmm. otherwise you know having this third beer uh today November or uh, September 16th almost ahead of myself September 16th Febtober <clears throat> National Sober Day so cheers to that <laughs> I'll celebrate tomorrow well Kidder uh, you have spent uh, last few episodes talking about your time at the con and uh, you know couple of weeks ago was the one convention that I would love to go to, uh, but I have kids, and that is ReaperCon down at Denton, Texas. And uh, so, as I have for the last few years, uh, I waited till after the con to try and purchase some of the swag that they do from that. I missed out on the swag bag. That Those were gone like that. Uh, but I did manage to snake myself uh, the ReaperCon Borrowgate Collector's Box. Oh, boy. That looks like it's expensive. <laughs> Maybe yeah. we shouldn't say the actual price just because the recorded video proof. Uh, you know, anybody could easily go to uh, ReaperMini.com and uh, find out for themselves. Uh, truthfully, in the old uh, ReaperCon stuff, they usually gave coupons. So I may have cashed in a bunch of coupons. I saved them up for ReaperCon just so I can get the box at a discount. Added in that wasn't originally part of this whole uh, thing. Uh, I, I talked about it, Kidder, on the show. Uh, Reaper, the always good guys that they are, are have a special miniature to help benefit those affected by the wildfires in Maui. Uh, they have the Mako Tiki Shark, and uh, I did manage to pick up two of those, so here they are. Mm -hmm. So I think those are pretty awesome. So, got those. And then, because of uh, the, the price tag on my purchase, uh, Got some free miniatures as well because they do that. <laughs> it's out here. So it's like us with the DLC, rude boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we we got a lovely uh, bard here. Of course, nothing is going to want to focus because that's the one thing this show lacks. It's focus. <laughs> but anyway, it's her. Uh, and then this kind of interesting vampire chick. Uh, a elf paladin. So you know that he's an arrogant dick. 
because paladins are dicks. Uh, a dwarf forge priestess, the classic bones, so it's going to be blindingly white, and then a pack rat to finish off the free add-ons because of how much this cost. Uh, and then we get into the box itself. It comes with a lovely Reaper tweezers. So, great for handling your miniatures or dealing with small parts. Came with a set of Sophie's Lucky Dice. For those who don't know, Sophie is the official mascot of Reaper. So there she is, and set of her dice. The so we also got in here a lovely uh, micro dual angle file. So that'll be really nice. It comes with... Uh, they've been putting out these for those who like Dungeons & Dragons. It is a adventure setting. So Borrowgate comes with all sorts of stuff for playing adventures in that setting. The big item in here is a giant bag. So a carrying case for miniatures, paints, things like that. It's in there. It also comes with Borrowgate, a lovely map showing off the city. So guess what, guys? That's going on the wall eventually. Mm -hmm. And we get to the boxes. In the first mini box that's in here. Box never ends. Yeah, we, we actually have uh, 12 brand new paints in here. So, Mr. View Rose, Crowberry, I mean, all of the fun titles for Troke Jasper. So, I'm actually, pull these out. So, there's the Crowberry. Kind of a. They're, of course, not going to look great. There's the Rose. The Red Fork Jasper. So kind of a nice set of pastels, actually. Elf Road. It's kind of a pastel blue. I only got to say those look uh, chalky versions of the primary colors. Yeah. Ghostly Fog. It's kind of a bluish gray. Steed Green. Yep. It's kind of a yeah, nice set of desaturated colors. Mistwood, it's kind of your light gray. Lamplighter's yellow. So, Aragrot Gold Mare. So, mm -hmm. kind of a three yellows in here. Metal Lark Gold, you know, for all of us North Dakotans. Thought that would have gotten a reaction out of Kidder. That's fine. Mm -hmm. Nice scarlet color. And Morning Glory. It's the last color. So, paints. Then we get some of the uh, models that are in here. Uh, this is a drunken orc. So he's laying passed out. <laughs> One axis orc. Yep. 
Uh, this is Hollis Greyhearth, the halfling druid, and his little rabbit. So, again, we'll see if it decide, the camera decides to focus, maybe. Howard's going to then have to get photos if it doesn't. But you can kind of see the rabbit and such. Uh, this is the ReaperCon Ed Pug tribute many. So uh, Ed Pug was one of the is one of the founding brothers of uh, Reaper Miniature, and it is a um, oh, I forget what the name of these guys are, but it is a six handed skeleton playing the bongo drums. So yeah bongo city baby so arachno <laughs> arachno musician is what that is going back to call of duty modern warfare yeah. <laughs> and continuing with our music fun townsfolk ah here we have the uh reapercon 2023 pokey tool because you can never have too many pokey tools so gotta catch them all yeah. Uh, then we have the townsfolk puppeteer. So he's. Mm -hmm. We have the gambling dwarves. So it's a set of three dwarves who are clearly playing dice. Now that's a dicey situation. They come with a slice of cardboard so they can play in the alley. Yep. Here we have a riverboat pilot. And he's, of course, drinking out of his tankard. But again, this is why I love Reaper. He's got a monkey on his shoulder that is also drinking from a tankard. <laughs> Glad they're drinking because I'm out. Uh-oh. We have the townsfolk uh, flirty wench. Uh. <laughs> and she has a tankard herself. Yep. Uh, this is the drinking dwarves. So it's a set of four dwarves, all of them with tankards. Uh, there's even one with a barrel, actually down here, strapped to his back, full of booze. So, no. It, it's like this set was designed for us. It, it, why do you think I wanted to put this on the show? Uh, uh, the the townsfolk uh, bouncer and patron. So she's clearly got him in a headlock. You know he's he's had had one too many. And uh, excuse me, sir, you're going to have to exit the premises. So it's the night on the town pack. Yeah. <laughs> and our our last one in here, uh, it is simply called Townsfolk the Brawl. And and, and gentlemen, I, I do love this. It is a orc, but he's got like four halflings fighting him. <laughs> so some real fun that miniature. One, that one looks like he was designed to punch the guy to his right. Then he accidentally connected straight on with the guy's jaw right below. <laughs> yeah. So some fun miss. fun swag uh, from Reaper. I, I, I am sad that I didn't get the swag bag because that usually then has like the 
ReaperCon Sophie and Mouseling. I'll maybe have to see if they decide to produce those uh, later and add those to my ever-growing set of Reaper minis. One of these days I'll find time to paint them out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's how it goes. So, any yeah. other figures to show us in the magic box? Uh, that that's pretty much it for the magic box. I now get the the joy that everybody who uh, supports Reaper gets, which is trying to figure out how to fit it all back in the box. Oh, I thought you were going to say figure out how to pay for it. But... <laughs> God, that was a nice. I, I don't worry about my uh, my hobby funds. Keep counting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, well, we were talking modern warfare earlier, and the new Call of Duty this year. Instead of skipping a modern warfare, they're going straight from two to three. It's been elevated. They're bringing it out. I don't know when. Probably November or so. I would imagine. And this year, it is Modern Warfare 3. And the question is, what map are you looking forward to playing? Uh, the, the classics. And I almost have to say the, the rail yard. The winter rail yard. Is uh, one of my favorites from the original MW3. Because uh, about 2010, Rude Boy and... Uh, Smalls, and I suppose we had Will in there too. Who else do we? Who else do we have in there? Uh, the occasional Nico. Well, yeah, I'd say. Uh, <laughs> well, he had I'm the, laughing because Howard like slowly raised his hand, and I'm like, Howard the ref was not in there because clearly he would have settled the score faster. Well, there's there's also the fact that uh, I mean we 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 appreciated the time that that people could come when they were able to, and yeah, regardless if you had family obligations or uh, other things, but uh, yeah, there's and I played there's, there's for few, hours on a few dusty videos on uh, the old Facebook that uh, we had the. We we had some some awesome moments on Modern mm-hmm. Warfare Two. Man, I can't get past Modern Warfare Two. Was I'd say if if you were to call some of our competitive, um, yes, thank you, Sterling. <laughs> you uh, weren't even alive yet. <laughs> oh, I know. Yeah, I gotta show you those videos someday. Um. Those 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 were our first person shooter gaming prime days. Because um, man, that's I, I what's what's what is the map that we called Bongo City? I know we came up with our own Bella. names for for these these maps, but it was it was something that we we absolutely just we destroyed obliterated on that map with shotguns. Whatever it was, I think it was Favela. Yeah, yeah, Favela was a fun map. Uh, Starts up. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it it also helped that we had some. (laughs) We we also had some awesome music blasting on the 
in the in the background on on music choice. That was well before we we had the ability to synchronize our playlist through listening on Spotify. So we had to do that, but get in the backseat, baby. Yes. <laughs> Got the, and then the, <laughs> Ryan. <laughs> I, I don't want to actually say it just because then it's recorded. Um, <laughs> we'll save that for a live stream later, which is also recorded. I know. Uh, yeah modern warfare 3 is the one that we played the most time on yeah Uh, we we played a lot on mw2 uh including even in montana when we took our trip out there with it who Mm -hmm. playing out there and uh, some of the some of the kids out there and their modded maps (laughs) you jump and you end up in the stratosphere like, well, there's no coming down from here. Mm-hmm. That was that was kind of the first time uh, that the unholy alliance actually ever truly extended beyond Kidder and myself, because uh, there may have been some secret teaming up between all of us oldies versus the kids in the uh, first person shooters. So, remember uh, how pissed they were when I beat their ass. <laughs> <laughs> We play this game all the time, like you're not better than us. And then my kid, like I blew him away, and they're like, "Whatever, bro." <laughs> and Howard's laughing because he was running interference, and it who was running interference, and I'm just bow, 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 just blasting them. That's like, that's like us on shipment. I mean, yeah. that's that's our that's our old school version of shipment. We, uh, man, we. With uh, the newest iteration of Call of Duty, when they've started merging all their games into one launcher, and what was it? Uh, just the modern twenty-four-seven shipment, baby. Oh my goodness! That <laughs> Lo- if, load it up. Let's if go. they made that a permanent tenuous playlist, then I, I think we would be one of the best in the world. It's hilarious. I- We'd play that for six hours straight. You want another one? Yep. Yes. <laughs> Let's go. Yes, sir. Yeah. Shipment. I don't know. I think it just it really catered to catered to our our playing style of being able to inability to aim. Well, <laughs> but it was something that you we we really focused on 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 covering each other's backs and having the ability to. Uh, I mean, the, the the shotguns have accuracy to a point, but if you can just take a, a twenty round mag and just, <laughs> I mean, it, it was something that if if you can do that on a a, a real goal based map instead of just uh, going for kills, um. We anytime we played domination on shipment, I would say we were <laughs> top tier, unbeatable, baby. unbeatable between domination and uh, I want to call a hot zone, but it's not hot zone. Uh, 
hard point. Yeah, hard point. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, but it, we I mean, would annihilate the other team because they're just going for KD, and then we would, of course, sit in the zone like Howard's yeah. used to. He's sitting there smirking like, <laughs> you're talking. He's like he's like the meme with the dude behind the tree, like licking his yeah. lips, like he's ready to go. He wants to play yeah. a hard point right now. He's like, yeah. let's let's fire it up. Uh, yes to hard hard point. Uh, no to shipment. I I do not I do not have the love of shipment Siv, Siv, that, that you guys Siv. do uh, because that is that is to me the most frustrating level. That's uh, the only one where like as soon as I'm spawning in, I'm already pulling down the trigger uh, just because. Well, the the thing is the thing about shipment is that it's very close quarters. And if you're playing against a team that's going only for kills, they know where to be to watch for spawn kills. And yes, that is the frustrating aspect of shipment. But the amount of times that we've just blown away another team in two minutes or less, and and whether it be domination or hard point, uh, I, I especially like the domination aspect because hard point. Well, I, I'd say domination, from from my personal perspective, goes back to the uh, modern warfare two days of of being able to predict where the next uh, drop zone would be, yes. which is a game zone. in itself. Drop zone. In Modern Warfare 3. And was it in Modern Warfare 2, Mark? It, I think it was in 2 and 3. And we always played it in 3. And we were yeah. we were the kings of drop zone. Oh, gosh. Especially, especially when we had you and Howard and Smalls. <laughs> oh, yeah. Specifically. We, were really we, we knew where all the drop zones were. Yeah. So the time's up. One of us would stay, usually me, would stay in the zone. The rest <laughs> of you guys would run to the next zone. Yeah. It clicks over. We already have it captured. The chopper's running in already to drop the next box, usually yeah. on me as I'm running into the zone. <laughs> <clears throat> Dead. And then uh, we, we would literally finish the match before we could and get out of my dreams and into my car. Those that happened once. It was yeah. it was witnessed by many people, and nobody was actually drinking. So th that's the amazing <laughs> point that everybody was sober when it happened. Oh, Howard's thinking. Were you in on this? Were you drinking? Well, <laughs> you know. He was there every now and then. At that time when we were playing, that was that was Sunday. That was the Sunday activity. We would play for a couple Sunday of hours. Game day, yeah. I don't, I don't remember if it was on a Sunday or if it was on uh, another game day rager that Rude Boy and I would go on. Yeah, I, most of the time when I joined you, it was on a Sunday. <clears throat> would be kind I, of I what I remember. Firing up Music Choice and playing it through the, the TV speakers. And then having the headset with the game pad, and my goodness, we were we were between the combination of music choice and our talents, we were we were dialed in. Gosh, 
Freaking Billy Ocean, man. <laughs> Billy Ocean. The I, I so I pulled it up. That song is four minutes forty-four seconds. Okay. We and we tell the story. Yeah, so I, I remember been mostly clear about it. We'll tell the actual story, what happened. We're playing drop zone. We're MW3. We're going hard. We're going all for it. The song starts. As it's before it's even loading, like it, it's right in the countdown before the game starts to load mm-hmm. when you get the, the five, four, three, two, one, and get out of my dreams, get into my car, Mr. Billy Ocean starts playing. And it's loading in, you see the splash screen up there, and I think we were playing Dome. Yep. I think it was Dome. And all of a sudden, yay, hey, you, you, get into my car. Who, me? Yeah, you. Like, all this is going on. Get out of my dreams. This is everything. Yeah. This would be the best cutscene for a movie, and nobody would be able to pay attention to a single moment for four minutes and 45 seconds at least, because there's so much happening all at once. <laughs> so many different sounds. Somebody with sensory deprivation disorder of any kind, visual, auditory, both, they would be lost. Howard's going, what is happening right now? <laughs> but it's just so much stuff happening. And then the the song is still playing and we won with <laughs> 5000 points to like 30. Yeah. It was we we just what? we kicked some butt in that match. I mean there's there's very few like five minute memories that you have in your life and that's 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 one of them that you can just piece together and you you have the music going on in the background you're kicking ass in modern warfare and then like the snap of a finger of the game's over and you're like the same song still on no way so and it was with that and then uh uh I mean, whenever you leveled up, we we had the back to, bop, 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 bop. To, to our evanescence made of stone moment. So, it had the the similar beat, so it it was something that uh, the songs we enjoyed and and loved every day. It. Uh, it brought us into the zone for gaming, so it's. I'd I'd say there's there's few moments while I uh, tend the net that you, you feel like you're you you are dialed in, you're in the zone, and the puck feels like a beach ball, and that was one of those moments where you could do no wrong. If you died, it didn't matter. You knew where you're going next, and you know what next point was going to be. For the domination, and there, you, you didn't even watch the score because you knew we were winning. And 
that was that was uh, one of those those champion game moments that uh, they 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 live they live on for for a long time in my memory. And uh, just for those playing the home game, in case you're interested in uh, listening to the music, maybe Billy Ocean's "Get Out of My Dreams, Get Into My Car" based on Sherman Brothers' song "You're 16," just from a line from that song for the 1988 album "Tear Down These Walls." You can get that from Mr. Billy Ocean. And how about from Evanescence? Well, it's from Evanescence' self-titled album from 2011. The number one single, What You Want. The second, My Heart is Broken. The third, Lost in Paradise, of course. What we're talking about is Made in Stone, the name of that song that we love uh, so dear and very much near to our hearts. Track number two on that album with uh, Evanescence and William B. Hunt. From three, uh, it's only three minutes and 32 seconds, and we've almost beat teams in that length of time, too, on drop zone and domination. Domination's harder because you have to hold the zone for a minute, and so that one very much more difficult. But with drop zone, as long as you get the zone, you clear it out, you get the points a lot faster. Yeah. And yeah, I thought it I heard it. thought I heard it in the background there. It, it, it may or may not have been playing. It's an, it's an ingrained, on, ingrained. We can copy copyright strike tonight, damn it! I, I yeah. was going to say, and on that potential copyright strike, oh, gentlemen, what? We've been I talking for new. quite a while. <laughs> I, I, that's Howard the ref. I mean, I, I got to be the official timekeeper. Tweet We've them. already done the cheap plugs, but Kidder, we should probably wrap this show up. And uh, it's it's kind of like oh. um, when we're playing the new version of Modern Warfare and Crashed comes up and then I bring up Daughtry and the song Crash. They crash into you like a runaway train young man to me. All right. Speak your mind. So a couple tidbits of news. Uh, like Mark cares. Just before we go. Got to squeeze this in. We ha- we have time for it, and if not, it's going to go in next week's episode. He's just going to have to cut it and add it in. It'll look fine, like nobody will ever know. Mandy Rose is making her OnlyFans premiere here in like a couple weeks, and so I guess you can find her on the fans of Only if you're into that. Uh, as we know, this week, WWE is no longer its own company. It has officially merged with Endeavor, who owns UFC, they have conglomerated and made a company named TKO. And I feel like every time you say that, you have to say it's in the game. But that's obviously the wrong thing. Uh, and as of uh, earlier today, Dana Warrior has already been included in the layoffs in WWE because they're laying a bunch of people off. Drew Gulak also thinks that he will potentially be released earlier on smackdown drew or not uh, drew pat mcafee ended up showing up right away he was doing college game day in colorido uh, just up the street from wwe in denver earlier tonight and uh or not tonight it was yesterday i'm thinking it's friday but it's it's not uh and then 
If you smell what Duroc is cooking, yes, Dwayne the Rock Johnson is finally back in WWE again because they can't make movies right now. So John Cena and the Rock need a paycheck. Bam, here they are back in WWE. Apparently, The Rock is already lined up and sealed for a match with Roman Reigns at WrestleMania's 39 and 40. Yes, I said WrestleMania's. So the next two manias are allegedly going to be like John Cena with The Rock, but with Roman Reigns. So there you go. Bit of news there. Ah. John Moxley won the international championship from Orange Cassidy at All Out in Chicago. He didn't bleed for two matches, and then on Dynamite this past week, he bled all over the place. Also, Jade Cargill is supposedly heading to WWE. Her contract with AEW is up. She had a match for the TBS championship on Rampage. And lost to Chris Statlander. And they had a very long hugging moment. And Jade was very sad. Which I interpret as it's really a done deal. Where she is leaving AEW and heading over to WWE. And then of course there's CM Punk. Uh, I got my collector's card (laughs) in the mail. Finally from the debut of Collision. So there's a, a quick look at the front of the collision card. Came in the hard case uh, as well, and it should have for having to pay money for it. But uh, there you go. The actual text on the card. So that goes back <clears throat> up there with the other one. And CM Punk uh, was doing UFC commentary tonight already because you know he's got nothing else to do. And dropped a comment during that commentary that he may have only two months until he uh, is able to go to a different promotion and appear on television Speaking again. Which, I saw The Rock on uh, college football pregame this morning on the ESPN. It was entertaining to see him. And you correctly picked the Colorado victory so it was yeah so it was a little upsetting for you as an Iowa State fan uh, well Iowa State uh, they played Ohio today so I just saw him on on television this morning and I saw The Rock and he was on uh, ESPN game day the the before all the college football kicks off this morning, so I figured I was like, "Hey, I know that guy." You could smell him because <clears throat> he's cooking. Uh, anyway, I suppose that's uh, about it because Howard's like, "We need to wrap this thing up," and he's shaking his head yes. So. I really appreciate you joining us for this episode of Beer, Blues, and BS. If you could, right now, subscribe. Hit the like button. Give us a thumbs up for the episode. Please subscribe to our channel. 
and uh, share it too if you do feel so because sharing is definitely caring and we appreciate that anytime anywhere any day we are also available on youtube for the video version subscribe to our channel there youtube.com at beer blues bs then there is also the audio versions available on iHeartRadio, Pandora, Stitcher, TuneIn, IMDb, Amazon Podcasts, Google Podcasts, YouTube Podcasts. I'm sure there's a few other places that I forgot to mention, but if you have any of those audio listening services, please subscribe to us there. Even if you've subscribed to us here already, just help us grow the brand at Beer Blues BS everywhere and anywhere you listen to the audio podcast and the video podcast it's much appreciated also our merch store we have two of them streamlabs.com slash beer blues bs slash merch that's the merch store on Streamlabs. you can like and uh, get a bunch of merch from us there you can also subscribe to the show and help us every single month you know, $2 a month helps feed a starving podcast host. And we would appreciate that. Even Sterling wants to, to help us out. Isn't that right, Sterling? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, what, Dad? What? <laughs> Thank you, Sterling, for helping us out. I know Orion would help us out if he could. He's He's over here, too. Looks like Sterling's having a good time, though. I'm uh, sorry, I should say Sterling! Sterling! <laughs> Getting them all fired up. Ah, yes. And that's how you could be fired up uh, to help us out every single week, every month. We would appreciate it because we're available anytime, anywhere, on demand on all of those places and the store. 24 7 365 streamlabs.com slash beer blues BS or just go to beer bluesbs.com if you've stumbled across us hope you give us that thumbs up please and thank you really appreciate you joining us for this and every edition of the show so i suppose we got uh rude boy jefe over there and uh howard the ref let's do some final thoughts for this uh episode here Whoever wants well, to go thank first. Thank you guys for having me on for uh, another show. It's been uh, delicious in terms of drinks and delightful in terms of conversation. So uh, I'm looking forward to the next time. And till then, uh, bottoms up. Guess. Uh... I just want to say, I know I, I, I mentioned I, I don't care for shipment as a level, but but Hobby Howard uh, has often thought about what it would be like to actually make like a 28 millimeter scale like battlefield for some of the war games I have. And the first and to make them of like modern warfare levels. And the first one I always thought I would start with was shipment. And I once counted it up and it's like 20 some like shipping containers in that level it's, there's a lot so there you go that's just the foreground yeah oh i uh, i have a i have a nice container uh uh collection for for howard and 
and our our kicking of ass in the uh, domination spectrum in modern warfare. I do have the forklifts for it already. There he's you go. saying he's forklift certified. <laughs> we're we're gonna have to figure out what exactly uh, what what sprays we used pre match, so that we can put those down right next to the forklifts because we always we always used our our lucky sprays right before the match started as the game was loading. As you'd see, some people load in earlier playing crossplay. And me playing on PC, I'd be like, get two in before the match officially started. So, yep. We'll get the stencil for that. Smile. And, uh,. Uh, poof, but you always say <laughs> it looks like poop. Yeah, poop. <laughs> so you're like, ksk, poop. <laughs> <laughs> Even though it was yellow. Easy laughs. I see Howard writing notes of what stencils he needs <laughs> to get for the uh, model. Poop stencil. <laughs> the for... good thing is there's plenty of those videos available on Twitter uh, at DJ Mark Kidder. So you can go back for reference. And see when we get the Harrier and the VTOL and <laughs> play the bongos and report people for cheating. Anyway, thank you for joining us for this episode. <laughs> Beer Blues BS. It's been uh, another episode. And if you've made it this far, Hugh, you are a true American. And if you're not living in the U.S., you're a true insert country here i am the man with legend mark kidder he's howard blues he is rude boy kyle and we are out of here remember to keep your glass at least half full there's free beer tomorrow and we will catch you on down that bullet ridden tuscan highway have a wonderful rest of your day evening week month whatever everything all of the above is applicable we'll see you on the next episode of beer blues and BS. You have been listening to a UA production of Beer, Blues, and BS. If you enjoyed the show, help others find out about it by rating the show or leaving a review at your podcast listening service of choice. Thanks for listening, and may your glass never be empty. UA Productions presents A Glimpse Behind the Curtain. Hello, Howard. Greetings from South Korea. I just need to let you know that you're one of my lieutenants up here. It's got to be your doppelganger from like your late 20s. Resembles you, sounds like you, has your mannerisms. Have you managed to enact such a great 
trolling escapade that you crossed the Pacific and made it all the way out here to do that. You did. Kudos, but the game's on.